Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode six, The Importance of Self-Care. To learn more about us and the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. So what exactly is self-care? Me and Josh were talking about this a little bit, and um, like Oftentimes, we wanted to start out with a true definition. Um, Self-care is defined by Oxford languages as the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Um, And Josh and I, though, kind of wanted to dive into what self-care is to us because when we were looking at all this stuff, I mean, the... (laughs) vast number of definitions for self-care is very extreme. I mean, I've, I've seen it where it's very health pointed or, you know, it just, it's, it's all over the board. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I know for myself, I think the biggest thing for me is that self-care is kind of that reset. It's taking some time to, get my head right, if you will, to refresh, recoup, um, and, and just kind of revitalize, I guess. That's probably the best way that I could put it for myself. Yeah, I think it's pretty similar for me. I think uh, the first thing I think of when self-care is uh, just time to myself. And like you touched on, really unplugging from all the activities of life and whether it be work or family or um, you know, anything that's stressing you out or just the busyness of bouncing from one activity to the other. So I, I try to really find or uh, envision it as like a space and time that's scheduled for me to, to just unplug and recharge my batteries and kind of get out of my head a little bit. Yeah, very needed. Life is uh, go, go, go far too often. And yes. um, self-care is just extremely, extremely important to... Um, maintaining and keeping that forward motion. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like for me, that's, that's kind of what keeps the wheels turning. You know, if, if we don't take care of ourselves, then, then we can face burnout. And, and it's so easy to get caught up in, in the day-to-day stuff of life. And, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think one of the, the areas really to, to touch on the self-care part is it making sure it's scheduled because I think it's so easy for for everything to take that time away from you in your day to day and and uh, put you in a place where you're just kind of stuck um, making ends meet I guess on your on your time <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very necessary thing to do and I think a lot of people forget to do it or some people don't even know what self-care is and. That's why we felt that today was kind of important to talk about it because yeah. when it comes to wellness, self-care is such an important thing. Um, and 
along the lines of people not really maybe even knowing what self-care is or what that might look like, um, there's so many different categories in which self-care can fall under. Um, and so I kind of wanted to discuss some of those so that yeah. um, everybody listening has kind of an idea of what that might look like. Um, I know we've talked about it probably at nauseum to some extent, <laughs> but because um, Josh and I are both big into fitness, but it's kind of the physical realm. Um, and for me, um, there's just a lot of different things that fall into that. It's more than just going to the gym. Um, it could be something as simple as going for a walk. Yeah, just kind of re- refocusing or changing your scenery a little bit, just getting outside and um, even, you know, even if it's 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, um, walking outside and getting that sun can help you kind of refocus and kind of change your mindset a little bit. Yeah. I also think even, uh, you know, taking a quick nap, even if it's a 20 minute cat nap, um, is another option of a physical refocus for your brain to just kind of step away and take some of that, uh, activity out, out of it and let it recharge. No doubt. Naps are, uh, quite possibly one of my favorite things ever. I (laughs) love sleep, even though I don't always get enough of it. Um, I try and naps are sometimes how I do that though. Mine are usually not the 20 minute cat nap. Mine turn into hour, two hours, sometimes more if I'm being honest. I know me too. My wife had to wake me up from one the other day, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise I wouldn't have slept all night. (laughs) Yeah. I usually make Zach pretty mad because, uh, I'll get I'll get sleeping and and I snooze and snooze and snooze yeah. and then the day is gone. Yep, and then he's <laughs> got to come basically pull me off the couch. So yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other categories too, and I, it, actually there's two that for me I think they kind of tie very close together, which is the uh, psychological and the emotional uh, pieces. Um, I think that they're really big areas when it comes to self-care. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. You know, there's so much involvement in both of those. And a lot of this stuff comes down to our mental state and, and our mindset and which we've talked about that before, but it's such a uh, fragile thing and it requires a lot of care. Yeah, it does. And I think like really when you think it's psychological or emotional, I think it's also, like really disconnecting yourself from the things of life that get in your way from taking care of yourself, right? I mean, you know, some people might think, well, I could sit down and mess with my phone. That'll be some time for me. Well, it is, but it's also not, it's not giving you the psychological relaxation because your your brain is getting activated by everything that you're scrolling through and seeing what's going on. So, you know, sometimes it's good to to really totally disconnect, no electronics, no nothing, and really kind of give you, yourself some open space just to be with your thoughts and and uh, really focus on, you know, the things that that kind of get missed in all the, the activities of the day and and um, just the all the, you know, sensory overload that we kind of get as we move through the day and try to get the things done we need to do. Yeah. Going off the grid is a wonderful thing. Um going completely without technology for any period of time is, is kind of a nice little escape. 
Yeah. It's crazy, too, how you try to always check. Where's my phone? Yep. Why don't I have my phone? I do a constant pat check. I don't know about you, but I'm like, especially like if I'm leaving the house, I'm checking for wallet, keys, phone. Yeah. But I've noticed, and it's really sad if you think about it, but even to the point now where if I get up off the couch, I'll be like patting to see, oh, do I have my phone? I'm the same way. And same way. it's probably bad. I, it's a habit I should probably work on breaking. Yeah, but, me as well. But, you know, outside of that, though, um, going off the grid, um, some of the ways to do that, though, I mean, for me, um, I like to read a lot and meditate. Um, those are two ways that I've found um, to be quite, quite helpful um, and just kind of slows things down and, and brings some peace and quiet, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that reading, like, for... For me, reading helps almost exercise your brain a little bit because it makes you kind of think outside the box. Yes, you're yeah. not just you know taking things as they come to you, but you're 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 reading it and really getting a chance to process it and kind of come up with your own thoughts on what what you're reading or what what the opinions are that you're bringing in. Yeah, instead of that fast pace, just moving through the day. Exactly, which. That hustle and bustle is constantly like, yeah. you know, I, that's why I think I like reading and meditating so much because it just gives me that time to slow down and, and be there with my own thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and actually process them, you know, really yeah. dive in deep to them. Yeah. I think that's, it's probably a big part of it really, you know, cause you get to explore that a little bit more and, and really spend more time thinking about that stuff and understand it. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, we, we process so much, but, or like throughout the day, you're just constantly processing, but you're not really in-depthly looking at what your brain's thinking because things pop in and then you get distracted by something else or, and it's kind of like a, I call it like the squirrel effect where you're like, oh, yep. there's nut. <laughs> and just so true. easily distracted that if you take the time to really sit down and, and have some time with your thoughts, it can help you really actually focus on them instead of just letting them kind of pass by in the wind. Yeah. Well, and you brought up just a really good, good point is that, that kind of that squirrel effect type thing. And, and that's something that can tie majorly into the emotional piece of this or that category is, uh, just saying no sometimes. Um, sometimes there's just so much stuff going on and, and maybe you need more time to focus on something and you might just have to tell somebody no. Like I can't handle this right now. Maybe we can look at it later something like that. But being able to kind of put up those boundaries um, when you need that (laughs) extra emotional capacity um, to be able to handle whatever it is that you might be working on. Don't overload yourself. Yeah, I agree. And that one's huge is being able to say no and really, you know, spend spend the time that you need to, to make sure that you're processing your emotions and not letting things overwhelm you to the point of where you can't, you know, a good example that is like, you know, you might think you might hurt someone's feeling by not joining in on something, or maybe you made a commitment previously. And then the week later, you're like, well, I really don't want to go do that. Um, and that might be the right decision to say no, because you can, recharge yourself, find something that's going to help you in the long run. And it's going to help your week. You know, if you end up going to an event, how, how much uh, real benefit are you or the other people going to get if you're not in the right emotional state to, to be there? Yeah. Well, the social aspect or category is so huge because it, a lot of our life revolves around that anyway, yeah. you know, 
And a lot of times it's a constant demand for us to do something. Yes, I agree. I I feel like sometimes I'm, I've, got people coming at me from all directions wanting, Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? You know? And, um, it's a lot. Yeah. It can be a lot. It's, it's overwhelming sometimes. And so, um, being able to say no to that stuff too is, is very important. Um, and along those lines too, of, you know, saying no, but also kind of asking for help from those people in your life that, that can help kind of relieve some of that strain and that pulling, um, effect of your life. Uh, can really help you just put yourself in the position to 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 help yourself uh, a lot of times we like to just muscle through stuff and you know it'll get better in a week once I get done with this whatever it is project at work or whatever you're doing at home um, but I think more times than not it's probably going to help you more if you just ask for a little bit of help from those people in your life and and kind of create some space just to really recharge and refocus yeah the the weight that that takes off i think oftentimes we forget that a asking for help could be a form of self-care right because you know we do oftentimes need help but so many people just refuse to ask and don't even consider it as an option yep I've, I've been there many times, you know, I'm the one I I always want to go help other people, but I, I feel bad asking, but I've had to learn over the years that it's okay to ask if they can't do it, they can say no. Like we were just talking about, you can set that boundary. And though some people have a hard time doing that as well, um, you know, they do have that option. Sometimes asking is all it takes to really, is the extra push somebody might need to to give in and, and allow someone to help them. Yep, exactly. Um, I feel like a lot of this kind of ties, though, into the professional environment, too, um, because, like you were saying, to say no. Obviously, we're not saying tell your boss no, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, I mean, when you start looking at your professional career, too, um, that can roll off into it because I think a lot of times on the work front, we want to – be kind of a yes man or yes woman, right? Like we're constantly wanting to add all these things onto our plate so that we're perceived as such a hard worker. And sometimes I think that we fill our plate up just too full. And so that's a good area. But, But the professional area consumes so much time from our lives that there's so many different areas within that that, um, self-care is truly necessary. I know we were talking about, um, one thing that I liked um, was lunches. Uh, can you tell me more about that? I Yeah, I, uh, I think I was listening to a podcast, but I get into the, you know, I'm kind of the person that goes to work and I just want to work, 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 and then go home um, and don't always take the breaks or the time out of my day to really give myself a little breather. So I was, you know, I would sit at my desk and work and eat my lunch and try to work at the same time. And, you know, you're trying to shove food in your mouth and it's not very productive either way. Um, but I was listening to a podcast about how, you know, people can just taking that 10 minutes to step away and change your scenery. Don't eat at your desk, walk away, go to the lunchroom, go outside on a park bench. Something can give you a huge recharge to your mindset and your 
just by changing that little situation of I'm going to focus on work on eating and then I'm going to go back and think about working instead of trying to double dip and you know as hum we're not the best at multitasking even though we think we are yeah um so a lot of times you know in self-care if you can focus and really commit to to one thing at a time instead of trying to do multiple things at once it can help really just even I mean that, uh, honestly I started doing it it's so nice just to step away and come back I'm more refreshed and I'm better equipped to start working again rather than trying to you know rush both yeah that's fair I like that a lot and it, you know it made me think too about some countries for example um, I've seen in like documentaries and stuff where they get like a two-hour in the middle of the day type lunch, mm -hmm. you know, and, and here in the States, we d definitely do not get that. Um, I think probably max lunch is like an hour unless, you know, somebody's being nice and just giving you a little extra time. But I think some places only get even like 30 minutes. Well, I think a lot of like, even in my situations in the past, they may give you a lunch, but if you're, especially if you're in like a salary position, it's really, you know, my brain would always be like, well, if I stop for an hour and work, to eat then I might have to work an hour later why not just shove the food in my mouth and get back to work so I can go home yeah you know but really if you can change that mindset of it and learn you know give myself a little break here and there is going to actually make me be more productive and more efficient at what I'm doing than you know just trudging through those long days yep well it's not like you have to do that every single day either yeah you know it could be a good habit you know, where you might want to try and do it daily, but it could be something too, like start doing it like once a week or twice a week or something. And yeah, start um, building that habit. Yeah. Cause, um, I, I, I just like that different scenery, which, um, I think environmentally that's a huge thing. Um, that's another category for self care. And, um, sometimes that is really like a huge help is to just simply change the scenery that we're in. Yeah, um, and it really, you know, changing the scenery doesn't have to be anything big either. It's, I mean, you can literally walk out for two minutes outside, get some fresh air, let the sun hit your face, and go right back in. And even that little bit of time is going to give you a little bit more energy because you've gotten to refocus and just kind of change your mindset, get distracted by whatever's happening outside, and come right back in. Yeah. Um, and then there's times in life, you know, you might need – more than that, I might need to go on a hike or I might need to go get out of the city, go for a drive, do something just to to really get yourself out of whatever, um, whatever's got you stressed or unfocused. Yeah. Well, it could even look, you know, like decluttering your home too, um, organizing, yeah, changing the environments that we're in so frequently. And that's one that we have control over as our, as our home front. You know, yeah, very true. And it could just be simple stuff. It's not like you have to rearrange all your furniture, though. I know growing up, my mom, she constantly was rearranging all the furniture. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't say how often we did it, but I know it was a, a frequent thing where, yeah. you know, probably every six months to a year, I think maybe. Really? Um, but it was nice. You know, it just it's different. And it is so nice. it's not the same old, same old all the time. It's amazing how that can just, like you said, re refresh your energy level. Yeah. Just having a little different. Yeah. Um, I know during uh, during COVID, we ended up doing a lot of that in our house, like repainting rooms and 
changing up decor and moving rooms around. And it, well, it's funny how when you're, you know, especially when you're stuck in there. Yeah. For that a lot more and around more often, not going to work as much, you can find things that need to get done. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it it's kind of creating a space, though, that makes you happy. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it, like you said, painting rooms, right? It could just be a different color on the wall and it, it might make all the difference. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, I just started going off in my head thinking like our living room, even right now, like yeah. I, I started <laughs> doing some design planning in my head. I might have yeah. to bring it back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of that though, um, kind of brings uh, another category is the spiritual piece of things and, and kind of that, like what goes on in our head and stuff. And, um, I know for me, um, I'm not, always like the most spiritual being. Um, I try to be in touch and in tune with stuff, but Mm -hmm. I have so many just broad ranging beliefs. But I think one thing that I've, I've found that I really enjoy, um, is just journaling. Um, just writing down and being, you know, it's kind of like what the psychological and emotional piece of it, um, could tie into that as well. But for me, that would be my, my spiritual, thing is, is sitting and having that time with myself and my thoughts, but putting them down on paper. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be very helpful because it gets it out of your head onto something tangible. And it's also something you can go back and look at too. If you, you know, using that resource as a, <clears throat> as a follow-up, if you get, you know, kind of in the same situation again, you can go back and look at well, what, what was I thinking then? How did I kind of reprogram myself? Um, <clears throat> I enjoy a lot of like time outdoors is what I really, I think just kind of slowing things down and kind of taking away some of those distractions and just, it really, for me, helps me kind of refocus on the good things that are going on and, and the little things we take for granted, you know, running around trying to get work done and, and family stuff done and all the, all the things you got to get done in the week. It's easy to take, take, or not take advantage of the sunset or, just the pretty scenery around the city you're in or, you know, there's a million things that we pass and never notice that if you can kind of quiet your mind and get outside and even take a walk or, or something and just kind of get in tune, you know, with yourself and and nature and the things around you, I think it can help you kind of, like I said, really, uh, focus on the things you don't notice most of the time. Yeah. Well, I, I read a post the other day. I think it was a blog post somewhere. Um, I, I'm, probably came across on Pinterest or something, but, (laughs) um, it was about just that going out into nature, but actually slowing down and taking the time kind of on that spiritual level to notice everything around you, you know, the birds chirping, you know, the sunset or sunrise, um, you know, the trees, plants, everything. And just some of the stuff that we are usually just even on a walk, you know, which is kind of a more slowed down type, (laughs) or slowed down type moment, I guess, if you will, but you still just bypass all these things that, you know, often we don't take the time to really look or listen. And yeah, um, on the um, 4th of July, we went on a walk and we ended up actually stumbling upon a parade. So the kids really enjoyed that. But as we were walking, there was this, my son pointed out a butterfly flying and it landed on a little flower. And I was like, Oh, I could, I actually took a slow-mo of it okay, and got up close to it and then watched it 
take off and fly away. And it's just such a cool little moment, kind of. Yeah. Experiencing it up close and then having the video at a nice, it was so cool watching it flap in slow motion. But Oh, I bet. You know, that's a lot of things where I'd say most of the time, if you're not, if I was not kind of just enjoying the moment, I probably would have saw the butterfly flying and kept walking and let my mind run on what it was going to run on. But just taking that second was kind of cool. Yeah. And I, I wish that I had more of a kid's mindset. Yeah, exactly. I, it's it's funny what kind of catches their eye. They're so observant, and mm-hmm. I feel like as adults we start to become less and less so. Yeah, you kind of lose that. Yeah, get a little more. I guess a, more of a jaded perspective. I guess I'd say I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, probably what jades us is the last category is the financial aspect. That's true. <laughs> is uh. Finances are, are a tough thing, but some of the, the self-care items are, you know, like even just making sure your bills are paid or that you're planning accordingly in, in creating that financial plan. Um, I know for me, the biggest one was having a security savings. Yeah. Um, because that gave me that, that sense of relief that, okay, if I got in a car accident and I had to pay my deductible or... You know, we have a storm roll through and I've got to pay the deductible on the house or something. You know, knowing that that money is sitting there ready to act for you. Yeah, um, just to relieve some of that stress of yeah the unknowns. Because we all know that things are going to happen in life and, you know, you're going to have to spend money when you don't want to spend it or you don't have it. Um, so anything that you can do to really build that safety net, yep. um, you know, like you, and I think the other problem of it is, that, you know, it's a touchy subject for everyone, right? Yeah. Um, but if you can get to where, you know, you can set your mindset more of like budgeting, for example. You know, budgeting is a self-care tool because you're going to make sure that, you know, I'm only going to I'm gonna spend and make sure that I can take care of my bills. I can take care of some fun, but also know your boundaries on, you know, I can't just go buy everything I want if I want to make sure I can pay my bills, keep my stress levels lower and then you know not just blow all the money in the bank exactly got to live below your means a little bit yeah yeah so yeah um i just kind of wanted to reiterate those because we didn't define them you know in a list for all of you listening um if you do want to write these down um but there there's the physical um category uh psychological emotional social professional, environmental, spiritual, and financial. And those are just some of the categories that, um, you know, self-care items can fall within. Um, There's so many out there. And I think that it's, for me personally, I kind of try and look at all this stuff as what is truly, truly enjoyable and what is truly helpful. Yeah. Um, because those are the two kind of key components for self-help and self-care for yourself and keeping yourself in tune and, and moving appropriately. And I think that um, sometimes, like uh, one of the ones we were talking about was the social aspect mm-hmm. and, and saying no, right? And I think that a lot of times we feel these obligations, um, whether it's, you know, with our family, friends, what have you, to go out and do all these things. And 
though they might be fun, um, they might also be stressful as well. And, and the thing that you have to really, I think, take into account with this is, is it really truly helping me? Or is this really truly enjoyable? Is yeah. this helping my stress right now? Is it helping me as a person and, and just overall from a wellness perspective, is it what I need? Yeah, that's a very good point. I think that, you know, if it's not, like you said, if it's not going to make you happy, then it's not really working on yourself at the time. Um, but really ensuring that what the choices you're making are to benefit you and your self-care. I mean, there's, and, and one of the, a good way to do that is like scheduling time for self-care instead of kind of leaving it as like an afterthought at the very end of, well, you know, I'll, I'll read when I have time. Um, but if you can really make your, your day and your week where you have, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It really can be short amounts of time throughout the day or a couple times during the week, um, whatever you need personally. But if you schedule it up front and make sure that you protect that time, it can really allow you a better can put you in a better situation to make sure it's not taken from you in the end, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a huge, huge part for me in self-care is just making sure that, you know, my week I have so many minutes a day or week or whatever it is that you need. I mean, I, you know, I do usually daily we'll have something I do to make sure that I'm just having a little bit of time to myself. Um, but also knowing your limits on that, right? I mean, some people's schedules can really accommodate more time than others. Um, and I don't think that, you know, for me, the time is not really the most important. I think it's your focus and efforts during the time that you do have to make sure that you are giving yourself what you need with the tools that work for you. Yeah, that's so true. Because, I mean, right off the bat, I mean, setting that time aside for yourself is is a massively important thing and and difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean it either just gets forgotten or you know, I mean for me, I'm always wondering where the time went, right? Yeah. And how much time is in a day and I feel like there's not always enough of it. I'm sure most people feel that way and it's it's I rough. Agree. It's very rough. But the um piece of like everybody having different schedules um you know everybody's job and flexibility and lifestyle yeah it it all looks different and i think when it comes down to creating time and and specifically though the self care piece of it within that time is going to look different for everybody drastically different and you mentioned though you know that like 20 minutes right mm -hmm. it self-care does not have to take hours or days it could literally take seconds it it could come down to you know i've seen people do uh an alarm on their phone to that's simply i think there's even apps out there for it yeah. now um that remind you to breathe <laughs> it yeah. could be as simple as just pausing for 30 seconds to just breathe, you know, mm -hmm. or a simple like minute or two minute meditation. 
it it does not have to be um such a a time suck if that makes sense um you know sometimes we do need that though right i think it's it's going to be a variant thing on what's going on in our lives and what do we need the most right now um because some stuff could take days you could take say a camping trip um yeah and and try to go out into nature and spend some time you know in the mountains or wherever you might go camp at and here it's probably the mountains i would love <laughs> to take a mountain camping trip that sounds phenomenal right yes now. it does <laughs> but um you know that that could be days you know or a backpacking trip i have a, a buddy that goes backpacking all the time and I'd love to do it, but it's got a pencil in the time. Yep. And (laughs) part of it for me though, and this is one thing I try and focus on a lot is we kind of mentioned this earlier and, and I wanted to make sure I clarify is the stress piece of it. Just because one of these items might be say stressful, um, doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. It may, it may not be, but, um, the backpacking piece um, for example, is one of those things for me that I would love to do it, but all that legwork to get ready and prepared and everything, the stress level just kind of starts to skyrocket for me when I start thinking of all these working components yeah. um, that would have to go into this to make that a reality. <laughs> um, it'd probably end up stressing me out more than it would do me any good. Now, other avenues, like maybe camping, maybe camping would be a little easier, you know, because you don't have to figure out how to get everything so compacted down into a a pack, right? Mm -hmm. You could, you know, maybe drive out to your campsite. And so it might be a lot less stressful, you know, just things like that, where, you know, just because there's going to be maybe a little stress in planning or something doesn't mean that it's not worth it. So I just wanted to make sure that we kind of spoke on that and clarified because, um, you know, some of it will be stressful maybe in the planning portions, but the, you know. End result could be beneficial. Entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so I think also along the lines of that is that, you know, everybody gets into routines and, and as you get your self-care program started and working, you know, you got to know at some point so it's just not going to work. You know, the things that you get used to and your body adapts to will have to change over time. So it's good to have, you know, find a lot of different options that you can try and like and um, to practice with. And then as things don't work, you can try one of the other things in your toolbox and really, you know, give yourself a good opportunity to to always have an option no matter where you are in your life and, and uh, as your life progresses because those things obviously change and what what you need at at certain times. Yeah. I think having a uh, tool belt or toolbox full of, of different self care items is, is something that is highly necessary. Um, and I know for me, I'm constantly exploring, trying to find new things Mm -hmm. that are going to do good things for myself. Um, and anytime I talk with any friends, family, anybody about self-care, it's one of the things I always recommend is not only taking time to plan out 
your normal self-care items, but also take time to try new self-care items. Yeah. Because in my opinion, you can't have enough of them. It's something that you constantly need to be growing um, because that stuff changes too. Life changes so drastically. And being well-versed in all these different self-care areas is is such a huge asset. Yeah, it'll make you more efficient. Yeah. At, at uh, taking care of yourself. And, and you know, the other side of it, we get bored. Yeah, we, we do. We just do. So, you know, I, I spent a year really reading and then kind of got a little bored of it. And, you know, trying to find new ways even now to find stuff that excites me and, and uh, you know, just rekindle the fire for that portion of my self-care. Yeah. Um, so that's just one Another reason to have all those tools is that you know that you know eventually I'm not going to like this one anymore, and I'm going to find a new something else exciting about it, or or something else. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, keeping it mixed up is is something I've found is <laughs> very necessary in my life for my self care, um, because I do I start to get a little burnout from stuff, mm-hmm. um, or it's just not what I need right now. I might yeah. need it again down the road, but at the moment I need something else. And, and you know, the more things you try, the more experiences you have with self-care, the the better your outlook is going to be, yeah. I, I think, because you're going to have just all these readily available tools in your tool belt. That's the best way that I can put it. And, and you'll be more comfortable yeah. using them. Yep. And and I think that it'll become kind of like second nature too, and it'll just start to kind of pick up and, you know, you'll, oh, yeah. Yeah, Come, you'll just, yeah. yeah, you won't even have to think about it. So, um, well, I think that um, we're at a good, good spot to move into the afterthought for the day um, where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. And... Uh, this week, uh, Josh and I just kind of wanted to challenge all of you. Um, kind of what we were just talking about is is all these different self-care items to just make a list. If you could make a list of 10 or more self-care items to put in your tool belt, if you will, um, and the ones that you either know work really well for you or um, ones that you'd like to explore. Um, and then take the list and make sure you have it handy somewhere. And I, for me, I like to put it in my phone and I'd highly recommend, uh, keeping a copy digitally that's with you on the go. Um, I keep them in my phone as well. Yeah. That way you've got it. And, um, if you're on the fly and you need something, then you can just pull your phone out and look right at it. And, uh, we'll leave you with a quote from Jackie Viramontes. Self-care is not a waste of time. Self-care makes your use of time more sustainable. All right, everybody. Well, don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. Go subscribe to our show to make sure you don't miss any new episodes. All righty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey. Stay well.